2: My fellow DDPO, the Warriors, what is happening? Uh, It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m., and we are broadcasting live right here at DDP Radio at ddpradio.com. It's a big time of year uh, for anyone who's a wrestling fan and anyone who's going to be in Dallas uh, coming up uh, this this coming week. Uh, It's going to be a big week for all of us. And uh, if you're going to be in Dallas, you know that Diamond Dallas Page himself is going to be there. Uh, for the the workshop, we're going to talk about that, all that fun stuff uh, as well. But first, we need to bring on the stars of the program. Um, her limbo just pulled up by the side here, and uh, Stacey Morris is walking in. And ladies and gentlemen, she is author extraordinaire. She is uh, uh, a food and health guru. And above all that, she is inspiration to so many people uh, in our community and outside of it. The one and only from StaceyMorris.com. Stacey Morris, Hello.
1: Oh, hey, guys! I just tipped the limo driver. I've been out signing books all day. you know the, yeah. the life of a Tough literary life, star know? no, actually, <laughs> um in true and true whatever you know you, you just gotta do the work fashion. I've had a very unglamorous day, but um I got a lot done I got a lot done and i and I worked hard to um you know keep my my health, so that's what it's all about.
2: That's that's awesome, and uh, we're, we're going to get into that because that's something we don't want to talk about tonight is, uh, you know, people think that the ideal situation for somebody like Stacy who had lost, you know, so, so much weight is that she sits home and professionally diets. She professionally eats healthy and professionally works out, and that's what she does, but people don't realize that there's a life to be lived, uh, and as much as you're passionate about something like that, it's something you have to, uh, you know, make work with your daily life, too, so... Uh, we'll get into that uh, in, in just a minute. I'm excited to talk about that. But first, we have to bring uh, along himself. He's the one uh, scooting up in the clown car down to the red hot uh, carpet here. It's a big wheels you know, when you're a kid. And uh, here he comes. He is <laughs> the B. Brian Blair to my Iron Sheik, ladies and gentlemen. Very know.
3: strange reference this week. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> what, this week?
3: <laughs> As you're dipping well, back into
1: my week. era.
2: Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, and uh, Robert's here, as always, and uh, Robert's been uh, a little bit uh, under the weather as of late. He's, uh, he's a little banged up himself. So uh, how are you feeling, Robert?
3: Uh, getting better. Um, I still yeah. need to go back to the chiropractor for a few more adjustments, but it's definitely better than where I was uh, a week or so ago. Uh, oh, that's good. Good, night. good night, I, I
2: know you're si- you spend your days uh, kind of propped up in a computer chair, which makes it hard for like a back issue because those yes. are so important. You get to stretch out and lay back and stuff. So,
3: Yeah, it's really not the good, the best job when you don't have a good back.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but Robert is a trooper, and he's here despite his, uh, his pain probably being here. Even more so having to talk to me uh, probably just amps the pain up a couple notches itself.
3: Well, just talking to you. I mean, it's it's a given that I'm going to I'm going to feel pain mm-hmm. anyway, so I might as well just do it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, if anyone anyone saw the uh, you know Robert has been known to cause trouble for me, and uh, he likes to give me little digs and stuff like that. And I was very passionate about this project I've been working on, the DDP uh, Radio uh, Summer Bikini Catalog. Uh, uh, calendar, and uh, Robert now put out a mocking photo of me and my passion here, and uh, since uh, he put that out, him and I have been on very hard conditions, and I have now officially put the DDP Radio Bikini calendar on indefinite hiatus due to Robert's cruelty.
3: Yeah, we actually canceled that earlier, but if you want to take credit for that, then then you're more than welcome to. (laughs) We we cancelled uh, that right when the photographer went blind. <laughs> uh-uh.
2: Wow. Such anger. Uh-huh. Impossibility. Uh, well first of all, let's get to business before we get on to uh the, the rest of the ridiculousness on the show. Uh but uh, it's gonna be a big weekend and uh Stacey I know you've been around our community long enough uh to know that there's a lot of wrestling fans in the DDPO universe, as per Dallas's, you know, career that he made himself uh in, uh, and WrestleMania is a big time for wrestling fans, and so, of course Robert knows the huge uh, magnitude of this weekend. And mm-hmm. you know WrestleMania when it started off was just you know it was a big show, but it was just a show. We can see what it's grown to. You know stadiums or try to pack a hundred thousand people in that stadium this year, and it's really turned into like a week long event. Like this thing is going on every night, and it really has become a huge tourist destination to the point where. You know, cities will bid on, on having WrestleMania in there due to the revenue it brings to the city. Um, and, and along with the WWE shows, there's conventions, there's wrestling shows, there's one man shows, and there is GDP Yoga. Um, and it's a great thing for Dallas to do, We have these workshops here, because, like we said earlier, a lot of our fans cross over, and there are people going to be coming to, to Gallus who are either you know active DDP Yoga members and are going to be getting a workout in, or people that have been wanting to get into it, who's their first exposure um, to a workout is going to be in Dallas itself. So it's a great event for anybody who is either a wrestling fan, a DDP Yoga fan, or crossover into both things. And uh, that workshop is going to be happening uh, this week. It's Westlake, Texas, uh, Sunday, April 3rd, uh, the Solana Club. In, uh it's going to be a hell of a time. And, if you know Dallas and if you know the workouts he'll put you through, you can do it, but it's going to be, you're not going to work for it. And what better way to start off the day for WrestleMania? It's going to be a long day, a lot of walking, a lot of like cramped up in those small stadium seats than getting a hell of a stretch uh, with DDP Yoga and Dallas Page. And, of course, the usual cast of characters. I know uh, Rod Nieste and McAdoo is going to be there. Um, and, of course, Brenda and the whole gang is going to be down there as well. So it's going to be a great way to start off your WrestleMania weekend. And, Robert, you've been to the WrestleMania uh, stuff before it's a lot of you know Exercise and a ddp yoga workout To loosen you up would be a great way to start Sunday am I right
3: oh yeah definitely There There's a lot of walking involved I mean I went in uh, uh, Louisiana and there You know there, there's some good walking involved Because you know bourbon street but Yeah there's a lot to uh, to take in Because you know we we did uh, Jake's show uh, uh, JR's show WrestleCon Um the the Hall of Fame, you know, and there's there that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much to do around a WrestleMania event.
2: Yeah, it, well, it really is, and it's going to be a big a uh, uh, weekend for for DDP and, and uh, the crew. And uh, Dallas was actually on Steve Austin's podcast this past week as the fabulous Freebirds are going to the Hall of Fame. And anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge Freebirds fan. Dallas uh, message uh, shot me a thing on Facebook uh, that he did because he knows that whenever I'm with him, I'm going to bother him for Michael Hayes and Freebird stories. Uh, but you know, Dallas, that's where he broke up, uh, broke off in his career. His first like real break was getting initiated into the free bird thing. And just having him being associated with a, with a crew of guys that have that much, you know, respect and clout in the business, was a big deal for diamond Dallas page. And he was on Steve Austin's show this past week, talking about it, what it meant to him. And he has a lot of great stories about the birds and, uh, It's going to be a fun weekend, and I'm sure it's going to be a bit nostalgic for DDP as well. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, so the Hall of Fame and everything going on this weekend, it's going to be a big show this week. So if you guys are uh, listening right now and you are going to be in Dallas, you plan on hitting up the workshop, you plan on going to WrestleMania, tell us what your plans are. Come on over, shoot us a uh, call, 347-994-1216. We are live tonight. We are taking calls. So if you plan on being in Dallas... Uh, just a message, uh, a phone call, whatever it's called nowadays, <laughs>
1: and, and uh, we'll
2: discuss it.
1: Uh, yeah, and it's also uh, DDP's birthday weekend. He's got a big one coming up on Tuesday.
3: Mhm.
1: Yes. So uh, if you guys want to wish him a happy, uh, he's he's turning the big six zero. Avalanche him. Yeah. I, on Tuesday and over the weekend with birthday wishes, I know he would love that. Yeah, I can't believe it's 60 years old. And, you know, I,
2: I look at my dad, who's actually in the hospital right now. He's had a little bit of a health, uh, a little bit of a, 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 a little hiccup in his health and his road to recovery as he's uh, got a liver transplant last year. He's had some struggles. And my dad is, a, is, a, is a, uh, uh, an example of somebody who didn't take the best care of himself. He was never a drinker or a drug user, but he didn't eat very well. He became diabetic and he's finding uh, later in life that he regrets a lot of these decisions that he made, and uh, he's paying for them now. And, you know, Dallas is one of those examples that Dallas is basically the same age as my dad. And to see how somebody has the, the uh, ability to live the way Dallas does at 60 uh, and be so active and, and healthy and vibrant, uh, and then seeing what the alternatives can be for somebody who didn't, you know, go that route. Uh, Dallas does not look like the typical 60-year-old. I think we can all agree on that
3: yeah yeah without a doubt
1: yeah and and you know because of that he he doesn't live like the typical 60 year old he's you know he works out pretty if not every day uh, like I would say probably five days a week and he eats like uh, you know someone who's very very concerned about their health but he enjoys food as well but he's very careful about the quality of food, the source of it, um, ingredients—you know—and it, and it shows. I mean, he's got such amazing energy and vitality, and uh, and working out and and eating—you know—clean and healthy go hand in hand. And look how it's paid off for him. Yeah, uh, completely. And
2: it just shows one of those things that you know people say it like. Uh, quite a bit now. 60 years old isn't what it used to be. Um, you know, as we grow as a society, obviously our, our lifespan, you know, will change. Um, but so many people. I remember when my grandfather died; he was 70 years old, and he looked like he was 90. Uh, it's just it's, it, the generations. At 60 years old, you're able to do so much more for so many people that it, it's worth it to take care of yourself. It's worth it to, you know, eat healthy and and try to live as long as you can.
1: Yeah. And it's not just the length, you know, of, of years you live. It's the, what's the quality of those years. And if you can spend them in, you know, in vibrant health, rather than being, you know, so, so dependent on medications and perhaps your mobility is limited. I mean, that that's not a fun way to live. And I, I was definitely probably on my way to living a very compromised life. I mean, I think, you know, and I've got pretty good genes. I could have kept going, you know, without any movement problems for maybe another 10 years or so. But once you get into your 60s and 70s, if you haven't taken care of yourself, it really all comes crashing down. I've seen it happen. And uh, it's just, it's not fun to be... um, to be really in a state of imprisonment within your body. So, a little bit of time investment, like I was saying earlier, part of my day was devoted to working out, you know, and prepping food and all that stuff, but it's just uh, it's just part of my life now. I can't really imagine doing it any other way. It takes time, but it's it's absolutely worth it.
2: It's so true and uh
1: you were hitting that earlier, and I kind of
2: wanted to explore that a little bit. Because, you know, so many people, uh, you know, look at the celebrity of America. You know, Amer- you know, the world is basically a very celebrity-driven world. We look up to these people as icons and role models. And you know, there's this thing posted today that there was a backlash for some woman uh, who – she's some famous, like, model or something, that she had a child, and her body, like, snapped back to normal – and uh, she took a picture of herself, you know, wh- you know, looking how she did. And I don't think there should be a backlash against that. I don't think people should be, you know, outraged that she looks like that and is proud of herself. But people also can't use that as the ideal situation because these people are in situations where they have personal trainers. Their job is to look uh, aesthetically pleasing. Um, and, and that's kind of what they do. Uh, and it's nothing to, you know, bark at someone about. You can't get mad at someone because they look good. Or they worked hard to get where they are, but also you can't use that as an expectation as a as a measuring tool, as the bo- as, a, uh, as uh, the measuring stick of what uh, health should be. Because anybody who had a child or has lost weight or anything like that knows that our bodies aren't going to look like that.
1: No, that's that's kind of an elevated standard. And if she's a model or an actress, that that's a whole different realm. That's not realistic, you know, for most of us. Um, and it, that's no. never been my goal. I know a lot of women think that, that they should arrive at that place. And I, I just, I, I knew I had to do something realistic in terms of an ending point um, that I could live with. You know, because I'm, everyone has their, you know, negotiation, negotiating breaking point. You know, like well, how strict are you willing to be? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to cut back on? And everyone's got their limits and let me tell you the actresses and models their negotiating point is a lot different than mine cuz they i mean talk about having to go without um you know but that's part of their career um mine is different and it's i, I don't look like them and nor do I, i'm not you know i'm not putting anyone down i mean it's everyone's got the right to look the way they want but for my reality you know i I have to have some treats. I have to have some fun with food still, and I don't like to be, you know, I'm not, I'm still not a real small quantity type person. I don't eat, I don't stuff myself anymore, but I don't think I could eat the way a model does and be happy. Mm. So it's all about knowing your body too and being comfortable with who you are. You know, you don't have to look like a wrestler or um, a, a TV star, a movie star. You just have to feel good in your skin and, and, and feel healthy. And
2: you mentioned that, and, and that should be the goal for most people and for me. My whole life, uh, when I was younger and, and was at my biggest uh, you know, weight to date, I always said that I was doing it to be healthy. I was doing it to be healthy. I'm doing it for the right reasons, but I knew I was lying to everybody. I knew I was lying to myself. When I was younger, I wanted to look like the rock stars on TV. I wanted to look like the good-looking guys. I wanted to wear the cool clothes, and it was an aesthetic thing. No matter what I told people or told myself, that was what I wanted. I wanted to look good in jeans. I wanted to go out there and be able to flirt with the pretty girls, and I wanted to be that guy. And as I've gotten older and uh, – uglier, first of all. But as I've gotten older and I started to really – really start to feel the consequences behind the health and the poor health. And as, like, I got older and started to realize, like, what this was doing to me, it really did become about health. Because there gets to a point where, yeah, it would be nice to look like the, the best-looking guy on, on the block. But when I walk up the stairs to my, to my place – i i don't want i mean i don't want to be winded i don't want my knees to hurt i don't want to be you know it becomes your motivation shift as you get older because when we're young and stupid and stuff of course you want to be the, the best looking guy in the block but when you really start to lose that health and really discover what it means to change your health
1: for your health it becomes a different animal oh yeah definitely um I mean, I think we all have those fantasies when we're young about how, you know, people we emulate and want to look like. But in the end, you know, with age comes confidence and and wisdom. And um, really, I mean, that's what I love about the workouts themselves and the DVDs, especially the new ones. Um, They have a lot of current members in them, and they're just made up of people of all shapes and sizes, Number one, so everybody's invited to the party, and, and you see them doing, they all do, do the workouts and the, and the positions at their level, and some of them, like, like I do at home when I work out, sometimes people fall over, they lose their balance, or they don't do something perfectly, and guess what, nobody, nobody cut the, the film and made them do it over, because this is not about perfection, you know? It's just about getting on the mat, showing up for life, and, you know, doing your best, whatever it is that day.
2: Of course, and when, you know, Stacy and me and Robert are three different, very different people in our private lives that come together to do this show, and everybody on uh, on Team DDP Yoga probably has a similar kind of ideal situation. They want to be healthy, they want to be happy, but all of our dreams are completely different, and we all basically want something different out of this. Every one of us, like, has different things we want to get out of it, or different places we want to be. We have dreams and goals we want to get to, and we've come from very different backgrounds. So something that may be a big deal to me that I've discovered may be something completely different than what Stacy is looking for or Robert. And um, it, it's so it's so amazing that like uh, something like this can kind of bring so many different people into it who want something different out of everything but all have uh, have a a unique goal uh in mind but also have a, a goal that we can share together and kind of grow together it's kind of bizarre how it brings a group of different people together that are all looking to better themselves but in different ways
1: absolutely
2: i, I actually i I, got, I saw someone on facebook had, had left me this comment thing and he was talking about how he wanted to, I can't remember what it was. He wanted to play pro something. Um, and he had left a comment and he goes, yeah, I gave up my dreams a long time. I gave up on that dream a long time ago. And, and when it comes to dreams and stuff like this, like, you know, ultimate goals, like I want to be in the best shape possible. I want to do this. I want to get here. I want to get there. It's so great to have dreams like that, whether it's career driven or, or, you know, health driven. But I find some people um, are afraid to, acknowledge this you know you see on tv when someone wins a super bowl it was his dream since he was six years old to be a super bowl champion it was his dream since he was six years old to be a wrestling champion or whatever and it's so great to have those dreams but it's also important to be able to modify those dreams too because you know not all of us just for numerically speaking is going to become the super bowl mvp and you can have dreams and, and fulfill your dreams and be successful without having that dream you had in mind at six years old. Um, sometimes things become apparently clear as we get older that things aren't going to go this way. But it's, it's mm-hmm. so okay to like, modify those dreams and modify your goals as you go along to fit the person you are now. Because myself now is not the same person I was when I was a kid and wanted to be a, a wrestling champion. Um, and as we grow as people, I think it's so important to be able to modify our goals and find out who I am right at this moment and what do I want at this time.
1: yeah, and and we're and we're all, you know, none of us are static. where we all change over time. whether we sometimes without even trying, it's just part of you know it's life, it's the nature of life. And I was reading today. Because I'm always interested in food, Uh, I'm on this mailing list uh, called FoodMatters.com, and they they sent out a list of the five unhealthiest foods that you could possibly eat. Okay, and just look—it's a short list, so I'm going to read them. Um, And then I have a few comments, and and you guys probably do too. Uh, Colored candies and jellies. Uh, obviously for the sugar content, but food dye, I guess, is a real issue and can play into um, behavioral, behavioral issues and food sensitivities. Um, cola, regular or diet, that's nothing new under the sun. Uh, salami and fatty deli meats. Sugary cereal, which, again, nothing new. Uh, and the last one, this is its own category, Cheetos. Which, I don't know about you guys, I used to really love these things. I mean, I, Cheetos were like a, a pastime for me. But actually, I, I ate all of these things in regularity. And they're, and a, they're a big part of the American fabric, really. But I, I could not have, you know, like 10 years ago, read this list and said, okay, I'm cutting all these out. You know, it was a gradual process. For me to, first of all, want to get healthy and, and then figure out ways I could do it without dieting because dieting is just so cruel and absurd, and it just it backfires for me every time. So it was a very, very, I mean, many days it seemed like nothing was going on in terms of action, but I always, you know, had this growing idea in my head that I wanted to be healthier I wanted to feel better, and, yeah, I wanted to look better. I wanted to wear denim again. You know, I was, I was really tired of the black stretch leggings day in, day out, you know. Um, so I, But I had the idea. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it right now, but I want to be healthier. And I just started making changes from there, but it all starts with your thinking. Um, and I look at this list, and I can't imagine eating any of this stuff today. You know, it just it kind of repulses me. But this took time for me to get to this place. And you know, for anyone out there listening and feeling overwhelmed, somebody just wrote in a question for the show about, you know, I am just not ready to give up gluten and um, and cow dairy. I'm not ready to do it. The thought of it scares me. But I've given up sugar. And and he 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 wants to know is that is that good enough? And I'm like, okay guy you've got to look at the big picture you know you're coming off a binge eating a, a lifetime of being unhealthy if you can give up sugar or seriously cut back on it that's a major change and it's not about transforming with a magic wand overnight it's steps little steps every day so anyway I just thought that was an interesting piece on the five unhealthy foods and you know, it, it's it's a it's a work in progress. Don't don't give everything up at once, but you know, start with a real you, severe you crap that, and I go was from sur- there. I Genuinely surprised at some of them. You were,
2: yes. Uh, I, I, sorry, I didn't. I you, you cut out for a second. I didn't know you were you were still rolling. Um, I don't know, my Skype is kind of, uh, touchier. That's okay. Breaking out or something. Um, but, But uh. You probably um, lived on these too. uh, I mean,
1: for a time.
2: Yeah, some of those things kind of, yeah, it it surprised me. Uh, uh, The fatty deli meats, obviously, you probably know some of them aren't great. And, uh, you know, some of them. You know, you know, you probably should not eat some. Of it, but the worst foods you can have, like it's just, it was kind of bizarre to me because when you think of like these terrible foods, obviously there's some stuff you know you shouldn't have. But like I just, I could kill a bag of uh, Cheetos any day. Like, it was any day in mm-hmm. the week I could kill an entire bag. And just thinking of like what that's done, like
1: 30 years of doing that. I know it, it, it's. Um, I don't know. It, it's amazing. Uh, the things that we accepted as normal, you know, like things to eat. And a lot of it was shoved, kind of shoved down our throats through, you know, advertising. And, and that's, that can be very hypnotic when you're a child. Um, but now, you know, when you step back and look at it and you, you, you read about like yellow food color number six, which Cheetos has obviously copious amounts of, it's been banned in Europe um, because of its tumor risk in in lab studies, I mean, stuff like that just make it kind of takes your breath away. Like, wow, you know, how how can this be still pushed on people? You know, but this is what um, you know. DDP is very adamant about no chemicals. Do organic when you can. You know, eat from the perimeter of the supermarket. Hey, hey,
2: Robert. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I know, your your situation at home is different as, than mine, and, and mine is different than Stacey's and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, you spend a good chunk of your time at home. And, you know, obviously when you're there, like you try to have good food in the house, you try to have, uh, you know, stuff you can fall back on. But when you've got a busy day, and, and let's be honest, you know, with your gig, you're tied to the computer. And when, you know, you're needed, you're needed. Like, how do you balance, like, uh, you know, having things in the house that are, are worthwhile. And, 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 you know, obviously takeout's always going to be a super easy option. I don't want to cook. I don't want things like that. Let's just call and get this. How do you, how do you manage, you know, obviously we, we all have, you know, all three of us have gigs working from home, but Roberts is a little more uh, tied to his, his situation as he's very much on call when needed.
3: Yeah. Well, the, you know, there's there's certain certain things for the kids that I that I won't touch, but for the most part, we just keep things out of the house. Uh, you know, because it's it, it's too easy to you know just to grab the Cheetos or grab the Doritos or, or whatever. And but if they're not there, then there really is no decision. So that's the that's the the first step is just to get them out of the house. Um. And then just, just, you know, be aware of what, you know, what your your healthy options are. So, you know, because uh, if I'm not going to go for this, I you know, mo- whatever your staple uh, snacks are or what your staple go to, just be aware of what you, your options are for those. So when you think of this, you should go to that. Do you, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That, I mean, that's one of my biggest, you know, problems is if I have shitty food in the house, I will eat shitty food. And it's it's one of those things that, especially when you're tied to the house, uh, you know, all three of us, uh, you know, do our jobs from home. So, you know, when you're stuck at home and there's not any good options out and you know you're going to hammer all this work out, that just becomes the only option that's on the table and you tend to take it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I probably, I I would say, you know, Stacey, you, you definitely eat better than I do, Mike, I'm not really sure. I could definitely eat better. I always make sure I add the... My big focus right now is just to get the workouts in. Yeah, yeah. You've never really
2: had that,
3: like. No, I mean, I still need to eat right. I don't don't have to watch my weight like like you guys may have to, because I don't have to, you know, because I'm going to burn it off anyway. Mm -hmm. But at at, you know, but I am aware, like we were talking about earlier, that you know, when you're sixty or seventy, those food choices start to start catching up with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, they and, do. And, you know, there's always that quote that you know, this time and health are two things you take for granted until it's gone. And uh, so, you know, so many people who just don't think about it. When you're when you're young, you don't think about the health.
3: Yeah, Robert, absolutely. Is it, is
2: that not with you, or is it me?
3: No, I think you well, No, it's just you because she's she's been trying to cut Hello? in there a few times. Can you hear me? Stacey, oh, are you
1: maybe there? Mike
3: Skype. I I can hear you, yeah. Okay, well uh, um, maybe it's Mike co- Skype. Yeah, it might be. It might be. Well, we've got a couple callers on hold. If uh, you're waiting in the queue to uh, to to be picked up, make sure you hit one on your keypad so we can we're aware that uh, you want to talk. All right, and uh, we have a caller on right now. Is
2: that correct, Robert?
3: That's correct.
0: Hey, how's Hello. it going with everybody? Um right, my,
2: my thing is either lagging big time or something's going on. So
0: yeah.
3: uh,
2: if
0: you guys are having problems here with me.
3: Yeah, yeah, we're good. How you doing Bill?
0: Um I'm I'm doing well. Um the health like health is important, um you know, especially you know, just like everyone's saying, you know, different goals, different backgrounds, different experiences. And you know, some you know, cr- I find for myself, you know, Crockpot's pretty much my go-to source, um, and I actually kind of found a whole bunch of unique, different um, recipes where it's kind of already planned out for a year, a year in advance, and then I found another site or an app that I could use to kind of change it up and throw some like, you know, fish in there, some seafood, some shrimp, some whatever it may be. And it's just like, you know, try to find that, try to find the balance, you know, if it doesn't taste good. You're not going to eat it. And yeah, anybody could always have that easy fallback option of, uh, okay. Takeouts right around the corner. I don't feel like cooking, you know, let me dip on this, but you know, it's just, it's all about really just making smart choices and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and yeah, to you know, each itself, you know, different form, different method. I'm actually, um, I was actually surprised on the list that Stacy was reading off of the, you know, deli meats. So I was kind of like, man, salami's so not on that list. Kind of a little heartbroken, but you know, it'll get get over it quickly. Um, I, could, but, I could, the rest of them I could, the rest of them remember- I could totally see.
1: You know, Bill, Bill, remember, uh, everyone's got their non-negotiables. Like, for me, it's fried chicken. You know, if you have deli meats occasionally, you know, versus living on them, you know, every other day, that's a big step. You don't have to give if – it, if it really means a lot to you, you don't have to give it up, you know, completely. Um, but I, I gave it up because I didn't really care that much. I had to be honest. It wasn't like my fried chicken. Um, so it's really, you know, and again, it's what you do 80% of the time that, that matters in the long run.
0: Yeah. Um, and I just want to touch up on this. I know it's been said in like past times I've been on here, like I, you know, I totally support the whole methodology of DDP, the, the, the DDP OGA and what it stands for, um, Myself, I'm just in like a unique position with you know some of the exercises because I'm, you know, my left side's taller and my right side's three inches shorter, you know. Mm-hmm. And, th- and this is stand, and this is standing barefoot. And you know, I know yoga is a lot to do, like you know, you know with like you, you can either do it. It's easier to do it with, like barefoot, I guess, like or because you, then you work out those smaller muscles. <laughs> and compared to if you have, like, some shoes on. Um, so I guess for me that's why I've been kind of hesitant to, you know, take a look at some of those exercises. Mhm. Well, oh, absolutely, man. And, uh, you know,
2: you're doing awesome, and, and you keep moving forward. And uh, I know it's harder for you than some people to kind of deal with uh, with, uh, the the program as it's a very visual program. But the thing that Dallas, uh, you know, prides himself on is being able to make it available through, uh, you know, know, different uh, compromises and, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, modifications uh, to be able to allow anyone to do it. And, uh, you know, sometimes it may take a little bit longer for somebody in a certain situation to kind of get to it or, or figure it out or completely kind of you know, master it as if we never actually master anything, but you know, become proficient in it. And uh, you're you're sitting with it, brother, and you're doing an awesome
1: job. Yeah. So I appreciate
0: what? it all in, then, man. Yeah. One yeah,
1: quick and... idea, Bill. One quick idea. Try starting with red hot core. A lot of that takes place in a seated or lying down position. So give that a shot.
0: All right, we'll do. Yeah, because I just find myself anytime I'm like barefoot and standing on the floor, just like you know. In a standing position, it's like you know I automatically have to keep my left knee bent to like at a forty five to you know get the right heel down or you know the right heel down, which the c p kind of contributes a little of that too um and uh you know it's it's just i just it's like I'm like man I'm three inches shorter, it's like. You know, it's, it's a little, uh, you know, it's a little uneven, I guess. And it's just like I guess I'm just trying to, you know, I'm moving forward. I'm putting it out there for people, uh, and it's just in my situation, it's a little unique. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, every. Oh, go ahead, please.
1: You know, just you know, everyone's got different challenges, and you know, I, I would just encourage you to try the the DVDs that. That involves a lot of sitting, because um, there are some sitting and kneeling positions that might be easier. And you know, let us know how you're doing with it.
0: Yeah, and I, I like the, I like the, you know, I know the DVDs are out, and I'm, I'm guessing what the new one, the D, yoga, or DDP Yoga 2.0, they have the new workouts and the old workouts from the first set of DVDs. I'm just, I'm get, you know, I'm, I'm guessing on that point. And then I know the app's out, and I know also he does, like, the MP3s, which I kind of really like like because I can just get them through my email. So definitely I'm going to end up taking a look at those and, you know, trying the Red Hot Core.
2: Yeah, all right. Absolutely. Sounds like uh, a plan.
0: Keep kicking yeah, I'll so your thing. Yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. I'll let you get to some all other right. college. You all have a nice evening. You, you too, too.
1: Thanks for calling right.
0: in. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Oh.
2: All right. Well, um, you know, that's a great point, that, 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 that just the inclusiveness uh, of what we do here. And, um, you know, it, there is ways to figure it out, not just in DDPO. I mean, you know, there's so many people who, uh, you know, I don't know what they call it, what the correct term is, but, you know, the disabilities and stuff that that are able to do things that you wouldn't even, like, like you know, you'd think that DDPO could be a very visual program. Would lend itself to like you know being able to pick up the a DVD to a blind person, but he figures it out and there's a way, there's a will, there's a way, all that fun stuff. And uh, one of the things we definitely pride ourselves on here is uh you know anyone can do it, and you know you may not do it like the person next to you, but still anyone can do it.
3: And yeah, it's just true. like uh, uh, Zach Gowan does it with one leg.
2: Speaking of oh. lockdown, he's, yeah. he's a past guest on this show. Uh, he's a friend of the show, and uh, he's been. Uh, you see, he just got picked up for that. Uh, is it like a reality show or like a competition show? The uh, the Ninja Warrior thing.
3: Oh, did he get picked up on that? Yeah, I knew he was trying. Yeah, that.
2: yeah, he just got cast on that, which is amazing because I see. I saw clips of it online, and that's no joke,
3: man. No, and I mean, Zach, wow. he's a, obviously, you know, from his career, he's a guy that, that really goes out and does it despite whatever uh, uh, limitations he has. So I don't think he really even, for the most part, even recognizes that he has limitations. Which,
2: that's like so true. Because, you know, for him, especially, like, well, I think he, lo- he lost his leg at a very young age. So, you know, he probably doesn't even remember very much a time before when he did have his legs. So this is just him. Like, you know, when somebody is missing an arm, it's not, hey, I'm so-and-so and I'm missing an arm. It's just, it's the only you you've known your whole life. So it doesn't mm-hmm. become like a limitation. It's just, it, it just, I do it a different way than you.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And Zach, and Zach is amazing. We got to get him on the show uh, again sometime. And, you know, like people sit there and look at him and they're like, wow, he's, he's so inspiring to me. Like, he doesn't make me feel good, like about myself. I sit here and I'm like, look at, he's got, like, he has every reason in the world to, to sit home and just, like, chill out. and just like, I got no, I'm, I'm missing a leg. Just leave me alone. I'm going to sit here. And he's doing, mm-hmm. like, living life fuller than anyone I know. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here flipping to the remote, like, wow, I got no excuses.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's he's all—he's just a great guy.
2: Yeah, he, he is a very cool guy. I spent some time here with the uh, NWA Legends fan down here. In North Carolina this past year, and, and he really is just a, a very cool guy who's undergone huge changes in, in his life too. Um, if you ever hear him talk, and if you ever go back to one of our past shows with him, he'll he'll let you know that he had a chip on his shoulder for a long time, and he took mm-hmm. that that his his disability and went the wrong way with it for a while. He let it kind of beat him and kind of, you know, you know, make him angry and, and, and disgruntled, and he find a way to use that to empower himself instead of kind of. Turn it inward and turn it into anger. Really great guy, the is. Oh, definitely. And, and, and Stacy, I wanted to say real quick. Uh, my, I just called back on my cell phone. Uh, my mm-hmm. setup issue was all kind of screwed up, so I don't know. I think I was talking over you, or we were talking at the same time, but I couldn't hear anything. It was all cutting out, so I, I didn't want you to. <laughs> I couldn't hear it. I called back on my cell phone, but it seems to be fine now. I was trying oh, the setup
1: thing, and it just didn't seem to work for me. So. Hmm. Well, welcome back. Do we have any more callers? <laughs> nope.
2: No? Okay. Nope. Uh, Robert, i get, I got to bring this up to you uh, because um, uh, we were um, – oh, I, I, I saved it here somewhere. You know the wrestler uh, Marty Gennetti, right? WWE oh, The yeah. wrestler, the mm-hmm. Rockers and stuff. Um, I, I kind of jotted this down in my texts uh, uh, to myself. I text myself, like, notes and stuff for everything. Um, and I was watching this interview with him and he, he had this quote that kind of just like uh, stuck with me. And, you know, Marty Gennetti has had some issues in his own private life and personal life. Um, but this quote kind of just really kind of like stuck with me. Uh, you know, people will tell you all the time, you know, live like there's no tomorrow, you know, go out there and live like there's no tomorrow, which is a great like way to say like, you know, live large and have a great time. And he was talking about his troubles with substances and, and his injuries and, like he hadn't taken care of himself financially and he he's kinda of messed up uh the last part of his life and, and regrets it and he had this great quote that I kinda of wanna to touch upon and kind of elaborate on a little bit. He said, Everyone'll tell you to live like there's no oh, sorry, everyone will tell you live like there's no tomorrow. But chances are there is. And I thought that was such a you know, thinking of it it, it can it may sound negative, uh, you know, the way they say it, but you know, obviously, any day I could wake up, and I might not be here. And there's a, But I've lived uh, 32 years on this planet, and I've woken up every morning. And, you know, there's a better chance that I'm probably going to wake up tomorrow than there isn't. And that's not being like, you know, like anything, like wishing for death or anything, but it is. It's one of those things that, you know, we need to prepare for tomorrow. We need to make sure that we're set in our health for when we wake up tomorrow we're going to make sure we make the right decisions today that when we wake up tomorrow, uh, which is a probability in most of our lives, uh, that things are going to be, you know, we're going to set ourselves up for today for tomorrow. I just thought that was a profound quote because, you know, everyone will tell you live like there's no tomorrow, The chances are there's going to be a tomorrow and you've got to set yourself up for that and take care of yourself today so we can enjoy our tomorrows.
3: Yeah. I mean, cause he, um, he definitely let those uh, uh, substance abuse issues get the better of him uh, without a doubt. So it, in his case, it, it's a great quote because, I mean, he had a great opportunity to get back with the WWE and, and uh, uh, screwed that up for lack of a better way to explain it.
2: You know, everyone knows Shawn Michaels, who was his partner. Shawn Michaels went on to become the greatest, you know, in-ring performer of all time. And, you know, back in the day, in the Rockers' day, Marty Giannetti was right with him. For talent-wise, for, you know, that he was right there with him. But it's kind of of interesting how some people's lives just don't have the fortune uh, some people have. And Marty, he'll tell you. He'll tell you in every interview he does, he's got no one to blame but himself. You know, he made those decisions. He made those wrong decisions. And and it hurt him. Shawn Michaels, you know, is worth a lot of money. He's got a great career. He's got his health because... He's the one that looked at the tomorrow. He woke up one day, because Shawn Michaels was no angel uh, back no, in the no. day, uh, but he woke up one day, and he kind of thought about that. He goes, you know what? I have a tomorrow to prepare for. I have a family to live for, and it's the decisions you make today that are going to decide uh, what your tomorrow is, and obviously, we can, we can all wake up t- uh, tomorrow, and some of us won't, and that's just the, the fact of life. We're not going to be here forever. Uh, none of us are. You know, Life wins. Life's uh, 100%. Uh, against us but um while we're here w- the decisions i make can affect my tomorrow and one of the biggest things that kind of stuck with me when i listened to that 90 percent uh living life thing that dallas had put out when i first started DEP yoga he said uh, a year from now you'll wish you had started today which is such like it was so profound to me because every day i've been putting it off because I looked at the big picture. I looked at, like, how far I need to go to get where I am. But I look at last year and I look at this year, it's, it went by like nothing. If, if you start today, the choices you can make today uh, will affect you a year from now. And you'll never even realize that it went by in a flash. And you, will, you learn to appreciate it uh, in a year than if you hadn't started at all. And just in the next year you're the same place you are this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I know what I'm trying to say. I don't oh yeah,
1: I'm I I mean I have years of that. I mean there's nothing for me. There was nothing worse than, uh, you know, another year going by, and I I didn't do anything about it, you know, and that and that just compounds. For me, it compounded the discouragement. Um, but I think a lot of people, I know I didn't, you know, take action for a long time because I just assumed it was going to be too difficult or it was going to be too unpleasant. Uh, you know, like too many things to give up, you know, I have to suffer in order Mm -hmm. to make changes and you really don't have to suffer there. There's definitely discipline involved and, and sacrifice. I mean, I had to make some changes or else the weight wouldn't have come off. You know, I had to give certain things up it wasn't in my best interest you know to, to keep eating you know certain junk foods and that's where I started I'm like all right I'm not going to you know deal with every single food issue I have but I will just eliminate like the worst junk foods that I'm eating and I'll just get that under my belt I'll get some stability around that and and you you'll know when you're ready to make another change, you'll just know it. you don't have to plot it out on a map, just let it happen. you know it, it's it's fine to just kind of let let your body and and the innate wisdom in your body really help you that they can help you more than anything uh if you just allow it
2: Robert, you and Stacey both have the opportunity to be here even longer than I have uh. And you've seen the people's changes year after year. Robert's been here longer than anybody. Stacy's been here you know, from before anything ever got close to blowing up. And
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, there seems to be a misconception. Like, when I look at my weight and I look at all my issues, I looked at me, where I am now, and where I want to be. And people kind of define it as before and after, but kind of discount the entire journey in between and how much fun that can be. It, it's not like I'm at my goal. Everything's perfect thing. As you go along, you learn so much about yourself and you learn like people will start telling you, you look great. I'm proud of you. And that pride kind of drives you and you feel good about yourself. It's not about before and after the journey to get from before to after is just as good as hitting that goal.
3: Well, in the, um, on team G D P yoga, I still do the welcomes for everybody that comes in and, on. The, the my welcome starts with uh, health is not a destination it's a journey, um, mm-hmm. so I don't think that you, that anybody should just be looking for the after. I think you know because number one that's way too big of a goal to set. Um, mm-hmm. It's good to have that in the back of your mind where you want to get, but <clears throat> excuse me, there are so many um, little goals along the way, and I don't personally have an end goal just because. I don't want to get there, so I want yes. to keep finding new ways to challenge myself in, in different ways.
2: That that's an awesome point. It, there really is no such thing as an end goal, like in anything. You know, our end goal is when they shove that last pile of dirt on us. That's our end goal. That's I mean, we made it through life. Well, well that's, that's not really a
3: goal forward. for me. I don't know about you.
2: <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> well, that's when you know it's me. over. <laughs> that's Robert's goal for me.
3: You, yes, I'm going to bury you. Yes, <laughs>
2: but you know what I'm saying? Like you know, you know, if you're a human being, you're still above ground. And, you know, every every day you're above ground is a chance for greatness, whether it's in one avenue or the other. And I think you know, I think that's where my mentality was because I had lost weight before, and I thought that when I lost weight, then it's just I've achieved it. I'm here. I'm on top of the mountain, and that's it. But so many people, when they either conquer a mountain or Become the top of what they do. They look at the. They look out their entire. What was that? uh, Like was it Alexander? Uh, I can't remember. He 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 conquered the entire world, and then he stood up. Alexander the Great. uh, Yeah, Alexander the Great conquered the world and stood up in the mountain and said, "He weeps. He wept because like, what do I do now? I've done. I've done it. There's nothing to do. Um, There's nothing else to conquer." And I think that being human, we can't be. Uh, okay with ourselves, just uh, you know, stopping at a certain point. There's always new challenges and things we have to do to keep ourselves sane.
3: Yeah, I mean, because if you know, if you if you meet your your weight goal, start a uh, um, set a push-up goal. You know, st- challenge yourself in some other way uh, because there there can't be. If you know, it's like the same reason that 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 diets don't work is because you know you you're doing something different to to get a result, and once mm-hmm. you get that result, you go back to doing what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. So and, and that obviously that's why so many people yo-yo diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
2: yeah,
1: and and you know what a challenge is for everybody every day is we all have the choice to do nothing you know, whether it's do nothing in terms of good food choices or, you know, not get on the mat, it is easier to sit on the couch, you know, and Mm so everyone who's doing uh, DDP yoga fights that, you know, maybe it's a small desire, but it's sometimes it's there, you know, you know, why don't I just do nothing and you can do nothing, but I know what happens to me when I do nothing. You know, my muscles shrink. I lose my uh, the cardio endurance that I've built up. I lose my flexibility. And in all probability, I, I end up gaining weight. So, you know, there's so many benefits to fighting against that, that urge or that idea, that little seductive, oh, just, you know, why don't you just sit it out today?
0: You mm-hmm. know, and,
1: and we all face that every day.
3: And, and yeah, And we're running we're running out of time so I wanted to bring this up. We have we have a question in the chat room that says, I'm really just starting and I'm still on energy and I have the heart monitor and this is what my question is about. My heart rate climbs above my high level fat burning zone for a good part of the program. What should I do about this? Hmm. Do you wanna do you wanna well, jump on it, Stacey or, or
1: you know, engage less, um definitely, uh to bring your heart rate down. And uh, maybe just slow down, you know, take take a little breather as, as, you know, as the moves are continuing, do something like safety zone or some breathing or just some gentle, um, you know, stretching to bring it down because you don't want it to, to stay up past your, your comfort, you know, your allotted zone.
3: And uh, you, you so might also sorry. want to double check you might might also want to double check where your zone is because if you're in reasonably good shape already, you you may have your zone set wrong. So you might want to double check that as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I I have some experience with that same thing. Uh, I was talking to Stacey and Robert uh, earlier before we started the show tonight, and I I was telling them that I actually don't use a heart monitor. I highly recommend you do. But me personally, um, I've got a a little bit of an arrhythmia thing that, that happens and. It's not like anything dangerous or I'm not going to die it. My doctor is looking at it and stuff. But it causes my heart rate to 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 read weird. And I, it goes kind of gets wonky and stresses me out when you see your heart doing all this crazy stuff on the monitor. Uh, but that being said, when I was wearing a heart monitor you know, regularly before this you know, became an issue, um, I was constantly coasting above my heart rate. I was one of those guys that I had normal heart rate and it started, started working out hard and would climb up. And once it was up there... Like any movement, ideally, we just keep it like keep it crazy. Keep I mean, not, not like unhealthy crazy, but I'd be constantly above my heart rate. And I asked Dallas, and he said, as long as you're feeling feeling okay, you're not like feeling like you're gonna pass out or woozy or anything. There's a certain mm-hmm. level above your heart rate where you can be, you know, safe and comfortable at, and, and still be getting more out of it. Some people just have a different kind of range based on your metabolism or, or your, uh, your 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 structure uh, physically. Um, so. You want to monitor and make sure it's not going completely crazy. But uh, and when I asked Gallup and I asked the yoga doc, he said there's a comfortable kind of above the heart rate that you can comfortably be at and safe, safely be at without completely, you know, overdoing it. Um, so maybe kind of talk to your doctor or, or uh, you know, ask someone who's more professional whether, uh, you know, that heart rate is safe for you, if it's right for you, and, uh, you know, keep doing your thing.
3: Yeah, and he just said that he feels like he's pushing himself too hard. And if that's all the case, if you feel like, and this goes for anybody, if you feel like you're pushing yourself too hard, back off.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah.
3: Don't that, don't overdo it.
2: it. Yeah, that's the key to this whole thing. Is you know, it's it, it should be doable. You shouldn't be, you know, Dallas. Whenever someone says to Dallas and says, "Oh, you kicked my ass today," he goes, "No, you kicked your ass." Because you could have gone down whenever you wanted to. You should have kept it where you were comfortable. And, uh, you know, obviously you want a good workout, but if you're if you're feeling you're overworking yourself or, or pushing yourself beyond your limits, that's not what we do here. That's not what, uh, that's not what it's about. To so be safe, get down to the safety position. You shouldn't be ashamed to do that. Some people, you know, especially when they're working out with people, that kind of want to keep up and, you know, show off a little bit. The bravado, I've done that in the past. And I should have gone to the safety zone, but... I'm around people that are that do this and they're professionals, and I didn't want to, you know, embarrass myself. But it's so important to keep that in mind and be able to drop into safety zone when you want to or when you need to, or you know, don't be ashamed to do that. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of I'm smarter than. Keep working out if I feel like I want to pass out or overworking myself. Yeah, oh, so
1: I I just I I'm a big proponent of not you know. Not pushing yourself for a number of reasons. You don't want to, you know, strain yourself or stretch out a muscle uh, and then be out of commission, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is something you want to you know,
2: do regularly. You want to be able to make this a part of your routine. And if you push yourself to the point where you can't walk tomorrow, then you probably won't be doing D yoga tomorrow. So you end up hurting yourself more in the long run if you push it beyond your limits than if you stay comfortable and in, a, in a therapeutic zone Uh, to the point where you can get up and do it again tomorrow. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And uh, I think we are about out of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, real quick, I'm going to run through. uh, Don't forget Sunday, April 3rd, uh, Westlake, Texas, the WrestleMania weekend, the DDT workshop. And then right after that, uh, Dallas is going uh, to Australia later on in April, uh, the month of April, the Astor Theater in... uh, Tilda, uh, Australia, and then he's doing the Resurrection of Jacob Snake roberts movie premiere, and then he's doing a workshop in Australia, too. For all that information, head over to DDPYogaWorkshops.com or you can get there through the hub of all things DDPYoga at DDPYoga.com and uh, thank you guys for, for hanging with us. Uh, thank you, Stacy, uh, for your, uh, your uh, insights and uh, inspiration and, of course, thank you to the man Robert uh, who's a Trooper sitting with us tonight Even though he's pretty much probably hurting right now So I uh, appreciate you taking the time To deal with
1: the, my pain in the ass as all this the pain in your back yeah, at
3: least We I hope can
1: We hope you feel Better Robert and can get back On the mat soon but just take it Take it easy you know Don't don't do it till you're ready
3: Yeah yeah definitely and the Um uh like I said, a couple more adjustments, and I should be good to go, and hopefully I, I can go back and do that here soon. All
2: mm-hmm. right. Well, Robert's back in the men. Thank you, Stacey. Uh, of course, as always, StaceyMorris.com. Uh, my name is Mike Mullins uh, for Stacy Morris, for Robert McLaren. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. Have fun at the workshops, and until next time, remember to never, ever, ever, ever give up. I'll see you guys
0: Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man.
3: The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, into the Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it!
2: Wow. Diamond Cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going
3: home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests,
1: inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up
2: all the great work, and most importantly, own your life.
1: Radio.